So again, the thing that I usually do is I point out basic, basic assumptions like front and back go together, two heads of a coin go together, a beginning and end of a book go together, a head and a tail go together even though we know there's something in between, it's one thing like an honest name. But then it starts to get fuzzy when you start pointing out that left and right go together, they're one thing, up and down go together, then you move on to things that they're familiar with that they've seen. Waves have a top and a bottom. You have a top and a bottom, a front and a back. And then you start thinking, okay, you pull something out of your ass to get their attention again and calm them. You know, like these tree frogs that there are in the Amazon with all the polka dots? That they're like poison tip arrow tree frogs. You ever seen those? They're like, some of them are like blue with yellow dots. They're amazing. It's a funny thing because they do that they have that, but if there was no threats, would they be like that? Yeah. So the safety comes with the threat and the threat comes out of the safety and they're basically just one thing going together. The things that it eats, the things that eat it, it all just goes in a circle, right? You see Lion King, it's like the circle of life. Everybody can get with that. Now let's talk about like space and not space, like form, right? So you got like the rocks, you got the earth, the stars, but then you would think that the space is like nothingness. But you can see how it, without space, there's no form, without form, there's no space. They kind of, they go together. Now, tell me about yourself. You already told me your name. Where did that come from? How did you, come to respond to that your mom and your dad and everyone they told you that's who you are they told you that's who you are and so before they anyone told you why were they telling you who you are because they know that you don't have a sense of identity you haven't taken on this separate thing that they're holding you outside of their body because they believe that there's something separate from you even though she might you might have been like growing inside of your mother just 10 minutes ago she already thinks that you're something that's not part of her and so to go along with that same belief they pass it on to you by giving you a name and convincing you that that's all you are is that one thing a singular noun and separate from everything else so then you say, okay, I'm like, I don't know, typically, traditionally, whatever, males and females. Why do they tell anyone they're male or female? It's because the other one is what they're not. So they tell you you're male because you're not female. They tell you you're female because you're not male. Because there's two different things, let's say at a minimum, going on. That would just be one thing, right? Like your sex, your uh, your phenotype, basically how your body is expressed, how your DNA, which that's a whole other talk what that is, but how does that manifest itself? 
And then so you'd say, okay, well, yeah, okay. So I'm a, I would never call myself a woman if there wasn't men. And I'd never say I'm a man if there wasn't a woman. And then what do you do? That's when you start showing the person. Now, that's your identity as that. What else? You want to say that you're a brunette? Would you ever say that you're a brunette if there wasn't other non-brunettes? No, right? So now the non-brunettes and the brunettes are actually just one thing. And the males and the females, that's one thing. And you and your mother, that's one thing. And your mother and the dirt she grew out of, that's one thing. Do you see how it's all just one thing? And you say, how would you know where you're sitting at this table if there wasn't anyone else here and nothing else around? Not, no one to hear you label it. And this is just what there was. What would, what? You wouldn't be sitting anywhere. That's like when you're floating in space and you look at the earth, do you think up, down, left, right? Maybe just to like, what? Get yourself back to earth. But the planets don't look at each other and think you're above me or below me. There's no direction. How you said, how would it feel if when you were born, nobody told you a label? Nobody told you that this is called chair, mm -hmm. this is called wall, or whatever. And Edgar Tolley basically has a similar message, but you have a different delivery. The, his message is. to practice like looking at nature and trying not to call it anything and that's how he starts to make you feel aware in the in your moments and then you you start practicing by looking at a tree he tells you either buy it go on a, on a two minute walk on a, like or even look out the window you just look at the tree or buy yourself a little plant put in your office start looking at the plants Five seconds. Just try to look at it without calling it anything. Yes. And then when you start doing that, you let go of your thoughts and you become still. And then you see the tree differently. It really does happen. I agree. And but then, you, because of that practice, then when you come back into your like routine day, you start listening to like, what the... Like, I used to, before... So I, I, I see what I mean, that is. And I think that for the right person, I think for the right that's the thing. Making an emotion. For the right person, that's like a technique. Mm -hmm. Okay? But I think it's not fail proof. You can squirm out of it by just not having a personality that's going to look at trees that way or this or that. But that's you're, an you're, you're, you're not, let's say, stillness is not your thing. Not your thing. You, you want to get it. There's some people that they want everything really fast. Make sense. Convince me. Convince me. Shut me up. Do it just by pointing at things. Don't don't say anything. Okay. And for that person, you show them that the only thing that lets them believe or sustain an identity as me is having not me's. 
And then we go one step further once we understand that and we recognize that they're really, I, I'm actually making up the whole idea of me by just labeling, labeling, labeling what's not me, 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 me, not me, not me, not me. Those me's that you hear in there, those are those brief moments of compassion when people's forgetfulness kind of fades and they kind of, they sense there's a connection between them and something else that they can't, there's no need to put a finger on it. There's no need. And this is where like compassion and empathy with like pleasure, basically the person has no alternative but to act that way in order to stay satisfied with themselves. This is when their ego has now enveloped that other person, even just momentarily. And so instead of shrinking it, what you do is you expand this identity. If you're going to be left, then that means you're defined by right as what's, you know, that's basically how it goes. If you're going to be up, then down will be what exactly what you're not. And that's how you write your definition. And so this is where I comes from other. And that's why the most truthful thing anyone could ever possibly say, if they really want to describe themselves without fault, is to say, I am you. Because that means whatever I say I am, I'm just saying, I'm already defining you. I just 